It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And now here's the star of our show, James Van Oh no! Yeah, it's so hot. Well, and here's the thing. Yesterday, when I was recording, not so much today, silkworms were falling from the sky. It was like a biblical plague back here, right? And so, actually, this morning I was walking around and one was dangling from my glasses. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Exactly right. It's a little creepy. So, so, hey, the good news is the beer's free back here and you can set up, do whatever you want. The bad news is you'll have worms. You'll have worms. Uh (laughs) Great. I mean, I I assume that Bud Light causes worms just <laughs> exactly. in general yeah exactly you know life is all about compromise you know you got to do what you got to do and, and i think we're officially doing the interview uh okay this is carcon carne we are <laughs> backstage uh airstream futures 50 percent of the band devin and jeff are here thank you for being here no uh, problem. I'm, sure, I'm sure you're tired you kicked off the uh rebel stage today yeah how did that feel it was great it was hot it was awesome it was great. It was hot. It was awesome. But I mean, just the idea of performing—not just at Riot Fest, but performing to, to a big crowd again—it felt cathartic. You know? How could it not? I mean, it's just—it's wild, right? Yes. We're all just trying to figure out how to na- navigate it all. I, it, it's weird, you know, just walking around over the past couple days. Like, I get this. Like, I know how to do this as a concert goer. I, I get how to go to Riot Fest, but I, I felt like I had to relearn it. I feel like there's like a a sense of joy yes that has been missing for decades like people are just really genuinely happy to be here yes like it, just it feels, in general not nothing to do with anything else just like people are just very very happy to go see a fucking band it feels like an honor it's awesome it's great yeah it really does it feels like just i just feel really thankful you know like really excited thankful to be here be part of the energy and um yeah (laughs) and it's great to see people in 3d yeah people who i haven't seen in years people who i I may have only seen uh, as like a hollywood squares zoom box like there were hugs there were a lot of hugs this weekend i'm not not in for zoom life not my jam none of us are (laughs) it's not my jam (laughs) no now that now that we were back to hugging yeah that's great who needs it uh, so Airstream Futures, you kicked off the stage. You are back. Uh, timing is everything in everything. Um, the last album, the album release show, was March of 2020. Who could have known? Who could have known? Um, it, the album's just been waiting for its moment. Just talking about this with another person, it was like, I felt like kind of robbed a little bit. Of but course. I'm sure, I mean, everyone felt robbed with everything in life. Yeah, you don't want to like, woe is me, but... I just, we put... That album, we put a lot of work into that album, and it's actually one of my favorite albums I've ever made. And it just sucked to not build a tour and support it. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I mean, that's the story that's every band could tell right now that put out a record around that time. It's like, wow, cool, we worked on this. It's just in the ether. I don't know. Maybe people will hear it. You know, well, it's a bummer. I was just thinking about this because it took so long for our first record to come out. <laughs> it did, that, but like we were out there, we were we were, we were touring. Still, we, we were, were still we're, touring it. Um, but this record, we didn't get. We we spent all this time, and then we didn't get to tour it. So yeah, that was it was it was disappointing. But you know, there's so much other stuff going on that it's just 
we're just glad to be doing it now. And, yeah, and you're and here playing it now. Yeah, it's we, like stunted growth, but you're yeah. here. Yeah, we sprinkled in uh, like our set list was a lot of first record, second record, third record. Like we sprinkled in some of everything for this set just to see where where everything was at. You know. Yeah, I mean, as Devin just alluded to, we finished the new album through the quarantine. I was getting really confused. Okay, so you, the, you had a productive quarantine? Yeah. yeah, very productive quarantine. I mean, what else are you going to do? But right. Dive in. Right. Or drink. Well, both. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a lot of wine. Good. A lot of wine in my life. <laughs> so so the album came out early in 2020 and you just got back to work. I mean, this, this is the Chicago way, isn't it? With the wood shedding and getting back into it. Well, it was like, well, what are we going to do? It's like, all right, well, the record's out. We can't play. Who knows when anybody's going to see anybody again? And it's like, all right. Let's start working on new songs. And then we just start bouncing. I'd like, you know, I'd send Mike and Katie ideas. And, and for the record, Mike and Katie are here. They're just they not are. in this interview. I don't want people They're to They're just out of focus, guys. I, I don't want them to feel left out. I don't want people to think we're, we're neglecting uh, the other it's half like of the band. It's like still water over here. Mike, Mike's having like heat, heat stroke, so he's going to, he's sitting in the shade. Yeah, this is one of those days. I mean, truly, like when you get home at night, you want to take off your clothes, throw them in a bin, light the bin on fire, and never think of those clothes again. Absolutely. And just stand in front of the air conditioning unit, you know. I love when the when the air conditioning's cranked. I love yeah. making it feel like you're staying at a hotel. The, the irony is you're talking to two people that grew up in Las Vegas, and we're complaining about the heat. That is ironic. It's it's it's, it's weird. But it's I, like, I feel heat. like I was hotter than everybody else, and I'm like, aren't I used to this shit? It's a I dry get, heat. I get the dry man. heat's a little bit different. Uh, so who's the Francophile? In Airstream Futures, who names the albums? Michael. Oh. Why, why does he do that? I don't know. It, well, it, it became a joke and then it became a thing. Wait, no. So Mike's family is French. His background is he has he has French ancestry. And we and then, yes, we were talking about it and got, you know, drunk one night and there and it just then it just became a thing. Um, See, as an interviewer, I'm scared to eat, to talk about your albums by name. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce them well. I'm intimidated. Yeah. I, I freaked out having to interview Les Savi Fav yesterday. I mean, I'm like, fuck, I hope I don't blow this. <laughs> You're not alone. Um, I, the second I album's called The Fire in the Sand. I know that. Yeah. We were jo- Mike and I were joking the other day because I, re- I was like, yeah, The Fire in the Sand. He's like, oh, I haven't even heard the record called that. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the actual name. I like the subtitle. <laughs> yeah. For, for, us, for us Native American English speakers. Yeah. Not Native know, American man. English speakers. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it's hard to learn a language as an adult. Oh like, yeah. Like if you don't pick that stuff up in high school, forget it. Yeah. Oh, I did. I did some Duolingo French lessons, and I still only know how to say I eat things. Like I, I eat an apple. You know, je mange the palm. Like I eat a orange. Je, je mange l'orange. I don't know. That, but that's it. That's like I just know how to say I eat things. Yeah, I, I retained some <laughs> of my high school Spanish. <laughs> Like when I when I go to a taqueria, it's like oh lengua, that's tongue. I, I know some of that. So I've re- yeah. retained some of those key points, but I, I'm not, far from conversational at this point. <laughs> you know, it seems like Airstream Futures is a band where every member kind of carries his or her own weight. I mean, you can hear it. Like everyone has a really distinct role to play, whether it's you know, the riffs or the vocals. How democratic is the songwriting process? Well. Mike and I played in the bomb together for like 15 years, so we just know how to lock in. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of the same way in that band, I, I, like as that band was. It's like, well, I come up with a song idea, 
Mike and I get together, we know how to play together, we know what to do, and then we give it to Devin and Katie, and then it's like, all right, well, <laughs> figure it out, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, everybody does their thing on it, and then once we get in the studio, then the, our friends, you know, like Rodrigo and, and they, and Rodrigo helps. from Saves the Day, and then Derek from Alkaline Trio, yeah. who have produced the records. Just find those like fun, cool things to add you know, vocal-wise, and, and, um, so, yeah, it's, like, once you get all the pieces together, then, you know, you get into refining and all that stuff, but it's very democratic process, I mean, Jeff has all the ideas, you know, for songs that just are, he has, like, a cave of 10,000 songs. <laughs> always writing, <laughs> and, always writing. Yeah, he's always writing, so, and then it's up to everybody else to just kind of put their thing in there. What's the best bomb song? What's the best bomb song? Not Christmas. Interesting. It's my favorite one. Interesting. Absolutely. It's my favorite one because the way that Pizzotti approached that song, when it, it like, it, it, I remember, I remember we were recording it. When we were recording that, I was like, I had no idea what he was going to do. And there, neither did the Jay Robbins who produced the record. And we were just sitting there and it was like, Jeff's kind of started doing this thing. And it was like, this magic happened, and I'm like, and I remember Jeff's like, yeah, it's the most depressing of songs. And he's not fucking wrong. <laughs> I, you started four years ago, four-ish years ago. I'm sure there were all kinds of expectations based on your various resumes, your LinkedIn profiles, your rock and roll LinkedIn profiles. <laughs> People expect you to be something. Uh, you've certainly carved your own path. How much, how important is it to exist in and around the Chicago scene? How much... Does that shape Airstream Futures? Wow, that's really... It's a big question could, and could it requires Airstream, a big answer. Could Airstream Futures <laughs> exist if it was a Las Vegas band? Would it sound the same? It's the sum of its parts. You know what I mean? I, I don't know if the scenery of the city necessarily reflects how the music comes together. I, I mean, I, I would say that in the bomb that it definitely did because of like you know, where we were, all of us were living and what we were doing, but I think the way that Mike and I play together, the, the chemistry between the two of us, and then the way that it interacts with how Devin do, does her thing and how Katie does her thing, I think it's just the people. Mm -hmm. It's not so much the city, you know? I mean, I love this fucking town. I've lived here longer than any place in my entire life. I'm not going any place, but the band is the people. I, yeah, I agree with that a lot. Um, I also think it's there's a, there's something that we do that is very um, it's I don't want to say simple, but it's it's not complicated. It's not it's not uh, you know when you when you live in a big city like Chicago, or New York, LA, whatever. Um, as far as scenes go, you tend to have a lot of bands and younger bands that that are doing a lot. They're doing a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, Production-wise, you know, energy-wise, people-wise, it, it's it's big. It's it's a big production, and we we just don't. That's not really what we do. So it's it's as far as like local scene-wise, being in a big city, playing like punk rock is always. You're always going to be kind of on the outskirts. Kind of, you're not. Yeah. You're never going to be the cool new thing because there's younger people doing cooler, newer things than you all, all the time. All the time. Um, so, uh, but we do what we do and we love it. So we take it wherever we go. 
All right, Airstream I, I think what we do is cool. I know, <laughs> damn it. I, I think kn- it's cool, too. I'm just saying, like. I know what you, you do know. is cool. I'm here to tell you what you do is cool. I, well, I appreciate that, dude. Uh, Airstream Futures. Actually, I'm sh- I'm pointing to the camera. As we're, as we're doing this interview, I realized my phone shut down because it overheated. I'm sure the camera is not far behind it. So this is an audio. Only. Okay. <laughs> only that's fine. Interview. I tried. Hey, I tried. No. You do your best. You that's good because I, uh, I'm red. You, I, you're overheated. We, yeah. <laughs> None of Vegas us are, kids are overheated. <laughs> None of us are feeling terribly glamorous. Yeah. Right don't, now. Don't no, feel glamorous. No. All right. See me after like eight more of these silkworm Bud Lights. I still. We'll see how good. It'll I get was, real I was glamorous. I going to change my shirt. I, I think I still might. Uh, I got home last night, took a shower, and I had that fear that there would be all kinds of worms like circling the drain. I was afraid like when I shampooed there would be all kinds of... Did you do mushrooms before you got home? I I did. I did. I I I talked to my spirit animal. It was fantastic. Uh, No, but I was really like, you get neurotic. Like you you have those those phantom sensations like, did I just feel another one? Did I... I live right next to a forest preserve so it's like every time I come home from a bike ride I'm like... Uh Uh-huh. Do I have ticks? Do I have leeches? What, oh, yeah. What do I bring it. home? The gamut. The gamut. The gamut of... All right. There was a Air spider in my... Oh. Sorry. There was, a, there was a spider in my bedroom the other night, and the entire night I thought that it was going to dangle down into my mouth or... And lay <laughs> eggs and, and lay create eggs a spider in colony in, in your esophagus. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I get that. Welcome to Bug Talk. I'm here with... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck records. Bugs. Fuck records. That's right. You like okay. Bugs. It's a mass appeal topic. Yeah, Everyone you know. can, can get something out of it. All right, <laughs> get involved. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It was great to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely, dude.